you are listening to the No Nigeria series. We bring you amazing facts and history of Nigeria and its people. Follow us on Twitter at No Ninja Paul. Would you like to support us? Please go check out our Patreon page in the description. You can also advertise your businesses here. Reach out to us through our email, no ninja podcast at gmail.com. What is it like being a Nigerian living in Canada? Hi, my name is Kelechi E. Udrose Kahlo, and I'm your host of Nigerian to the World. And today, in Nigerian to the World, we'll be talking to Chiwen Donwadozi, a Nigerian living in Canada. Hi, Chiwen Don, how are you doing? Hi, Casey, I'm fine, thank you. <laughs> okay, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me here. Okay, so I'll begin uh, with the first question as always. Okay. Which part of Nigeria are you from? Okay, so I'm I'm from Imo State, Oweri in Imo State, Nigeria. Yeah. So, but I'm married to um a Delta um Delta Igbo guy. Yeah. So, but okay. I'm originally from Oweri. Okay. Okay. So, when you were in Nigeria, which secondary school, primary school did you attend? Okay, so for primary school, I attended um, Futo Primary School. My dad was a lecturer at the university back then, so I attended the primary school. And then for secondary school, I attended Oweri Girls Secondary School. And then for my university, if you need that information, I went to Unical. Yeah. Okay, so, University of Calabar. Wow. Yes. Right, okay. <laughs> so now we'll talk about your story. Okay. So okay. how did you end up in Canada? <laughs> this is a very good question and um <laughs> i'll just uh, okay i'll share a little bit of my own experience so um when i finished my youth service which i did um in ogun state i decided to move to lagos in search of greener pastures as they say <laughs> but when i went there i didn't really know what i wanted to do but i had a, i didn't want to do the regular work office work and all that i wanted to go into the entertainment industry fashion all that stuff but i didn't know how to go about it so at some point i was able to get into um, a fashion training school so i started going there for training and all that but i was still facing some pressure from my relatives that i was living with they're like you should be more serious how can you finish university and you're going to go and learn how to sew so i was wow. so depressed at the point. yeah <laughs> i was so depressed at the point i just decided i was going to take time off um, from where i was working like where i was learning how to make clothes and just maybe take one or two weeks go to church every day like sit down pray think about my life and restructure the strategy i'll take you know to move on so after going there for two days i noticed that they were having a prayer meeting there and I, I started asking them, what are people coming here for? So they told me, oh, we just come to pray for the church and also pray for our personal program, um, problems. So I decided that I was going to join them. Maybe after praying with them, then I will do my own personal reflection. So two days into doing this, the pastor that was heading the, stuff, the prayer meetings called me and said, please don't be offended. There's this brother here that wants to connect you to his brother in Canada. I'm like, excuse me, I'm not up for matchmaking here. <laughs> Because I felt like if I want a man, I can get a man for myself, right? Yeah, but he yeah. pleaded with me and I looked at it and I was like, maybe there's something to it. Because funny enough, during that period, like two, three other people were calling me and saying, there's this my brother in Canada, there's this my sister in Canada. Oh, you know, they wanted to connect me. So I'm like, maybe there's something to this, but I need to be tread carefully, right? Yeah, so I just yeah. said, okay, you know what? Just out of respect for the pastor, I 
got in touch with him and he was going back to Canada that same day. But he decided on his way to the airport, he came to the church and we just spoke. We didn't really connect or anything. But after he left, like two, three months later, he started sending me messages on, so on you know, social media and all that. But I was not responding. After some time, I decided to. And then when we started talking, I realized that he was actually a nice person. He, was, he had the same faith as myself. I'm a believer in Jesus Christ and all that. And that was after about six months of talking on the phone and all that. He proposed to me over the phone. <laughs> and then one thing, <laughs> one thing led to the other. After seeing him just once, I was wow. even imagining wow. to myself, what does he look like? I'll even go on social media. Okay, when he came the first time, I wasn't really interested. Let me even go and see what does he look like? I will go to social media. He's not into pictures. I don't know what he looks like, but I had already said yes because he had the same faith. So anyways, he came down to Nigeria. We got married and then... And that we got married 2012 and then by 2014 i joined him in canada through spousal sponsorship yes <laughs> <laughs> wow this is beautiful <laughs> you can say that again <laughs> yeah yeah love took you away from nigeria you can say that <laughs> <laughs> wow you have a beautiful story okay like i, yeah. I always say that many people have crossed over for so many things okay yeah, love and family. You decided to move to Canada. Wow. Oh, yeah. okay, now, <laughs> you have been in Canada, in Canada now for how many years? Uh, this um this December is going to make me seven years in Canada. Wow, wow, wow. Mm. Okay, so what do you love about Canada? You've been there now for the past seven years. Mm-hmm. So um what one thing I love the most about Canada is is, is an organized society. Like even when I was living in Nigeria, that was one thing that used to really give me trouble. I don't know, maybe I was supposed to be born outside somewhere else. I don't know. I don't like the potholes. I don't like, you know, they they make me feel physically sick, seriously. So coming here and seeing like things are organized, you want to go to the shop, there's the shopping mall, everywhere is clean. There are parks, you just want to walk in nature. You don't want to be looking back and you you know, is there a bus coming to hit me, all those things. I was literally traumatized living in Nigeria, I mean, in in Lagos. So moving here and seeing that things are really organized. People follow the laws, the traffic signs, they actually work. The zebra crosses, they actually work. So all those kind of things, like those, that's what I love so much about Canada. You can actually live and enjoy life. You understand? So because things are organized, you know what tomorrow brings. There's not the things we pray too much about back home. There's some things you don't need to pray. Oh Lord, Nepal, let them bring light. There's nothing like that here. So, <laughs> so I just love the fact that it's very organized. Yeah, I, not that I'm trying to put down our country. I love Nigeria. I am a proud Nigerian, but I'm just saying what I love about Canada. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> you know, the, the, the beautiful thing about life is when things are done in order. Okay, oh, that yes. is the beautiful thing. The beautiful thing about life. Okay. So true. So now. True. You've been there for uh, about seven years now. And then I, I know that probably now you have many friends, okay? Mm-hmm. But let's go back a little bit, you know, let's go back. You know, what was it like when you first got there? What were the people like? Okay, well, for me, I think my own experience was different because my husband has already been here. So it's not like all of us came like JJC as the same, you know? So he had some background, he had some friends. But for me, um, when we when I moved here and then we moved to a new place actually, like a new um, city. Yeah, so the people were very friendly. 
like too friendly to a fault because you know sometimes from back home every like sometimes if people are too friendly you're like is this normal is this normal <laughs> so there, was, <laughs> there was this neighbor he was so friendly he was outgoing he would come oh do you need the shovel do you need this oh i can take you and the, your son you know to go uh, check out the subway all those things and i was like this man you are looking this man is suspicious so why is he coming to me? <laughs> anything like that you know when i was pregnant everybody's just hey hi what's the sex of your baby oh congratulations when are you due when is your due i'm like jesus jesus this one they ask <laughs> so but generally what i'm trying to bring out is that the people were very welcoming so the only um issue was on my part i was kind of being like it was something new to me so it took me a little bit of time to adjust but it was very um nice and welcoming yes Wow, your experience is very, very amazing. <laughs> you know, not everyone will have the same experience just like you did, okay? I, I believe from, from your experience that Canadians are, are amazing people to, you know, to associate with. Okay, so now you, you've talked about how you ended up in Canada and what the experience was like, you know, when you first moved here with the people of, uh, of Canada. Now let's talk about your biggest adjustment. When you, when you first got there, what was the biggest adjustment? Wow. I don't know. I have lots of them, but maybe I'll pick one or two and quickly talk about it. So the first one for me was coming here and realizing that I couldn't work with my certificate. Wow. Because a lot of times you come, it's not every, not every career, but first of all, they're asking you, what's your Canadian work experience? And then some kind of careers you are in. You cannot just say, oh, I'm a graduate. They will say maybe you need to go and do more certification. You need to go back to school. So I, I, for me, it was a big blow to myself. I'm like, okay, I was the you know jovial person. I can crack jokes now. I crack my Nigerian jokes. Nobody is understanding me. <laughs> I can't work with the certificate I have. I felt like I was nothing. You understand? So it's like starting from scratch. So it took me a while to be able to understand that. My, my certificate, even though it may not be all the best here, it may not get me what I want here. It doesn't take away from who I am. I am a oh, human being oh, made in God's oh, image. Oh. I am worth it. It's just for me to adjust. So that was a major issue for me, realizing that whatever I was in Nigeria, I have to start all over again. I have to start from the scratch. So it was a, a, a huge shock for me. Yeah. Wow. That is a great shock, even as I'm listening to you. But do you know what the factor could be? Why, you know, your Nigerian certificate, you know, could not, you know, earn you a job over there? Well, the thing is, like, um, in Canada here, they have some, it depends on the career you are going into. Because, for example, I have friends that are bankers and all that, and they are, easily, they are able to easily integrate into the banking sector here. But, for example, you find people that are doctors, you find people that are in some high-tech um, careers, careers, you understand, and professions. Mm -hmm. They are just like, if maybe if such people you studied in, um, let's say, the US or UK, all those places, the certificates are usually equivalent and they'll be acceptable. So for my husband, for example, my husband studied um, of ophthalmology in Cuba. But even though he studied in Cuba, and Cuba is well known for, you know, medicine and all that, but he had to go back and still brush up on his certificate before they could allow him to practice here. So it depends on your field of uh, study, you understand? And yeah. the career you want to pursue when you come here. So it's not all, all of them that you can just walk in and start. Some of them you need to brush up. So, but if you don't know about that, 
it might kind of, it's very demoralizing. Yeah, so. Okay. Thank you for, you know, helping us with that, that answer. Okay, so now let's also, you know, come back to your Nigerian roots, okay? You know, mm -hmm. we always say in our, in our way that Nigerian person, you know, they carry last, okay? Oh, okay, yes. So, uh, <laughs> now, as you, as now you're in Canada, okay? When they discover you are Nigerian, like what are some of the responses you get when they discover you're Nigerian? Well, from my own experience, it's, well, people, I think people generally <laughs> respect Nigerians. They think Nigerians are smart. Oh yeah, you're Nigerian. The first thing you, oh, I know this Nigerian. Oh, this person, oh, my fiance is a Nigerian. Oh my, this is a Nigerian. So there is, I think there's generally a good reception for Nigerians. Like I mentioned, I don't know if people have different experiences, but what I'm sharing is my own personal experience. So. People love to see people from other countries, you understand? But when you say you're Nigerian, it's not like some countries you might mention, they might be like, oh, wow, really? They don't know it. But people can relate easily. Oh, Nigeria, oh, Nigeria, yeah. So people, they are just, they're just friendly. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you're from, but Nigeria is recognized. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, sure, sure. Nigerians to the world. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's, let's also talk more about this, okay? You know, knowing that you're Nigerian, okay, does it in, in, in any way open doors for you? Well, I wouldn't say being Nigerian particularly opens a door for you, but I think that being a newcomer opens doors for you when you go to the right place, because Canada is quite, from my own experience, I would say that Canada is welcoming to newcomers. So they have like um, centers that are set up if you come in newly and you just don't know where to even start from. They have newcomer centers, like settlement centers. You can go there and get all the direction you need and wow. all the help you need to be able to adjust. So I don't think it's about being Nigerian or being um, maybe from any other African country, but because some people have had negative experiences. So what I try to do as a Nigerian here is wherever I go, whether I'm renting a house, wherever I go, I try to leave a positive mark so that any other person that says, okay, oh, uh, oh, I'm a Nigerian, they can say, oh, I know this Nigerian lady, she's so awesome. So that is my target. I don't know what notion people already have about Nigeria, whether it's negative or positive, but I try to always leave a positive mark so that, you know, to represent <laughs> the positive side of Nigeria, yes. Thank you so much, children, uh, for always, you know, carrying the pride of Nigeria, you know, whatever you do. That, that is the best thing you can do, you know, for us back home, you know, oh, trying yes. to paint the right image about Nigeria. You know, there are many people who are Nigerians and what they go about doing is, you know, to create bad impressions, negative images about we here. So thank you for all you do. Now let's, you know, go back, you know, a little bit to Canada, okay? okay. And then let's talk about the population, okay? So how diverse is the population in Canada? Okay. Um... I would say Canada is a multicultural country, right? People from all over the world. So, but in the area where I'm living, some areas you go to, maybe you might find a particular population, maybe Indians will be more there, or maybe Nigerians or maybe whites. So I live um, somewhere called in the Barry area. Yeah, so um, it is a little bit up north. So there we have more of whites here. Although in the past uh, one or two years since I moved here, I'm seeing, I'm having lots of, Nigerian neighbors, <laughs> Africans, and you know, Caribbeans, people from like it's 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 just a mixed society, but it depends on where you're living. So the area you go to might be 
you might have more of whites or more of this other place, but you always have people from different continents of the world represented. <laughs> yes. Okay, that's that is cool. That is cool. Now, are there any interesting customs there? Well, I am not too familiar with uh, lots of the customs, but I know that okay, we have um, like uh, the um, Thanksgiving is a, a popular culture here. Like every year, they celebrate Thanksgiving. They have all these them, um, their Halloween, yes. um, and other such stuff. Yeah. So, but I am not. Well, if they if they, if they have um specific cultures, maybe if you go to the people that they call the First Nations and all that, they might have more intense or cultures or traditions but basically the ones i'm familiar with is like the regular ones we have christmas new year easter we have um the um thanksgiving and then the halloween so those are some of the customs they have here yeah. okay okay so now let, let's talk, let's talk about the family you know here mm -hmm. so uh what is it like raising children in canada <laughs> <laughs> Very good question. Oh my goodness. So coming to Canada, when I came to Canada, I already had my, my son. I gave birth to my first child in Nigeria and okay. it was 10 months. It was 10 months old when I came. So by the time I came, um, I already have this background of, I was brought up in a very disciplined home. My dad was the, the greatest of all disciplinarians. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So, but I felt that I turned out well. I and my siblings, we turned out well. We are people of integrity and all that. So I felt like, okay, everything has to be strong hand, this, that, that. But coming here and realizing, you, um, you know, you can't just beat your children anyhow. You can't do this, you can't do that. It could be called abuse. And then you go out and you see maybe some children, oh, mom, don't, don't be silly, mom. <laughs> and they're like, are these people okay? <laughs> so, but over time I've tried, I've learned that we can learn from other cultures. We can learn from each other. I think there are good things about Nigerian culture when it comes to raising up children, values, respect. But I also think we can also learn from these people because they, they don't always come with, oh, we're gonna beat, we're gonna beat. They come with a place of trying to understand the child. Uh, you understand? Yes. You, you yes. put them in their place, let them understand that there's authority in the home, but allow them to express themselves. If they don't, if, they, if I hear you, how will you know what is inside them? But I have learned that if you allow them, let them express themselves first, then you can now teach them and say, okay, this is not the best way to say it. I know you are angry, but you know what? Take some time out, calm down. Think about what you've done. Is this the best way you could have handled it? And then when they come back, you talk to them. So I am that Nigerian mom that has learned how to call my children. Oh, my sweetie, my darling. Oh, I'm not like all those. If, you're not, if I watch all these Nigerian memes, let's say if I hear you, if I... I'm not like that. I am. <laughs> yeah. So what I'm trying to say is I have taken the good side of Nigerian culture. I teach my children to be respectful. It's not, oh, hi, hello. Yes, they are still Canadians because they will still say that. But yeah, I try to, yeah. you know, tell them to don't just say it flippantly. Try to be more respectful, you know, understand that there is authority and all that. So, but I'm oh, not into, you know, all those hitting and blowing. If there is need to correct, there are different ways of correcting. It doesn't have to, you know, end up being beaten and making them to become so fearful. Because I think many of us are Niger as Nigerians, we are very fearful. We can't even speak up. And I think yes. a part of it comes from the way we are suppressed. You know, yes. you can't, can you talk to your daddy? You dare not. So, but I just, <laughs> that's okay. my own take. Yeah. yeah, that is true, you know, even uh, I'm, I'm also not a fan of, you know, child abuse, 
you yes. know, do, do, do a style of parenting, even though, you know, it helps us, you know, to become better in society. But mm. it, it's not the best way to, to handle, uh, you know, At parenting. All. At all. Okay. So uh, let's talk about the, the cuisine in, in Canada, okay? Okay. What, uh, which kind of food, you know, do you love? And which, which one also can you recommend to someone to try out? Okay, so um, with regards to Canadian cuisine, Canada, Canada being like a multicultural um, society, it's not like, okay, you say this is the main Canadian. I know that I tried to even research this as, okay, what is Canadian cuisine? And there wasn't really anything specific. I know that there's one that they call poutine, which is a French fries with um, a bit of gravy and all whatnot, but it's not, I, I don't think I've even eaten it before, but the thing about here, the cuisine here is, depending on the part of Canada where you are, the people that are there, you will see more of their food. So for example, where I used to live before, there were lots of Chinese, Indians, and so there is, okay, Chinese restaurant, in, Indian restaurant, and all that, Thai restaurant. So you see uh, um, rest as in cuisine of different parts of the world. That is what makes up. So Canada doesn't just have Canadian cuisine. It's like a mix of different cultural foods. So I've been exposed to different uh, cuisines and I'm loving them. I'm, I'm actually a, a serious fan of uh, Chinese cuisine. <laughs> I love eating Chinese food anyhow. I love it so much. And I also, I think I love, I love a bit of the um, Indian, the spiciness and all that. So, okay. yeah, but when it comes, but for, if you're talking of, okay, um, let's say Thanksgiving and all that, we have um, specific food that every Canadian you end up eating like during um, Thanksgiving, people do turkey and all those things. It's not like chicken like we have in Nigeria. Yeah, so that's basically that. Mm. Okay, you know, it's pretty amazing to know that there is diversity in their food, okay? That means any, anybody who is, coming in, is, who is coming into Canada from any part of the world will surely find, you know, their cuisine to, to enjoy life. Definitely. Okay, Definitely. so, you know, you, you talked about, you know, having the French fries, the Indian shop, <laughs> and the, you know, the Chinese shops. Are there mm -hmm. any Nigerian shop or Afro shop in Canada? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So it depends also, like I said, like if you go to the Toronto area, the, the Toronto downtown, you see like Nigerian restaurants, you will see like, a, <laughs> like where you can go and eat your unkwa all those, you see it there, right? Wow. <laughs> yes. So, there are Nigerian restaurants, there are Nigerian shops everywhere. Even when I moved to this area, which is up north. So when you are moving up north, you see more of the whites. Yeah, so um, moving here, there were no Nigerian shops. But in the past one year plus now, there are about three or four different people that you can reach them. And they're like, okay, I sell Nigerian food. So although we also have more of caterers, we have not seen any Nigerian uh, restaurant in this area. But if you want caterers that can cook, okay, you want to have a Nigerian party. We have lots of them. So you have access to our Nigerian style of food very well. It's just a matter of are you willing to pay the price? Yes. Okay, it's, okay. It's expensive, <laughs> yeah, but you have it. Okay, that means we still have our Nigerian jollof uh, in Canada. Oh, my goodness. I, I, in my house, it's mostly Nigerian food we eat, actually. Although I try to use a little bit of a mix of uh, Canadian ingredients and all that, but it's Nigerian food all the way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So I know you've talked about the Halloween and it's Thanksgiving, okay? But are there, you know, any specific event or activity that, you know, when people are visiting Canada, or maybe they are coming on vacation, that they should, you know, try to attend or, or, or you know, to look out for? Okay. 
So, um, of course, there are lots of uh, Canadians know how to have fun. <laughs> so, um, like if you, if it's, let's say, during Christmas, um, I really like the one they call Santa Parade. So during the Santa Parade, you see people from different backgrounds, like it's, it's like businesses, churches, different um, organizations in the town will come out together. They are wearing their Christmas uh, gear, you know, Christmas decorations. You see lots of beautiful, it's a beautiful sight. And wow. it's like a parade. Each one is just passing, playing music. Everybody is dancing, they are sharing candy. It's lots of fun. Like, I had never attended it before. All this while, I'm just like, okay, I'll just stay in my house. Someone will ask me, did you go to that parade? I'm like, did anything happen? So, but I attended it in um, 2019 before the COVID came. And for the first time, I'm usually a reserved person when I'm outside, but for the first time I saw myself, I was screaming. I was like, <laughs> I was having so much fun. And at the end of it, you, know, you see um, Father Christmas or Santa, you yes. see him calling your name. Hi, Sharon, hi. You just be hello, ho, ho, ho. It's so much fun. <laughs> so other places you might want to check out, like uh, maybe during summer, you can um, check out um, places like, um, uh, what do they call it? Um, Canada Wonderland. So it's oh, a place yeah. where it's like an amusement park. They have lots of fun rides, crazy rides. I actually took my family there and you just become a, a child when you go there. It takes away all the stress. And then also during summer, I like to take my children for, they have um, fruit farms where you can go and just, you pay a little money and then you have your basket and you go in there. They have strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, wow. just go inside the farm. You see it everywhere. Just keep picking, fill your basket, but eat until you can eat no more. So it's a, <laughs> it's a good place to take family. And there are just lots of uh, fun stuff. You can go to the aquarium. And then like um, in Montreal Gardens, they have, um, it's, it's up there in uh, at the capital side of uh, Canada. They have all these uh, Montreal Gardens, beautiful, I've not been there yet, but I've seen it on Pinterest and all that. They have these uh, flowers that they cut it in different shapes. It could be a human being. It could be a tall wow. horse. So yeah, there's so many sites, Niagara Falls, just you name it. There are lots of places. So if someone is coming to Canada and you're wondering, just go on, could also go on the internet and say, okay, fun places to visit in Canada in summer or in winter or whatever. And you get all the information you need. Okay, that is interesting. Okay, so you know, let's also talk about the music. You, I, uh, Drake, I know that is from Canada, and he, he, you know he's a huge name in the music industry. And uh, last time he did a song with our own whiskey, uh, One Dan. Yeah, we also know uh, recently uh, Justin Bieber, who is also a Canadian, jumped on uh, Essence, which is also making waves at the moment. Uh, how how big you know is our Nigerian song over there? How big is Afrobeat? Well, <laughs> I wouldn't say, um, although I'm into the uh, into music, I sing and all that, but I'm yeah. more into the gospel music um, okay. sector. Yes. And so um, I wouldn't know much about what goes on because those places, where would they play those music, music, those type of music, maybe in the clubs or in some other places like that, or maybe let's say open gatherings which I am not much into, so I wouldn't know. But when oh. it comes to, when it comes to, um, let's say you go to our Nigerian churches here, any yeah. new church, any new song that you are saying, you think is just coming out in Nigeria today, they're already singing it here. <laughs> so when it comes to that, I think it's mostly Nigerians that promote 
Nigerian music here. So I've not seen it. Like I attend a white church here. So I've not really seen um, the incursion of our own type of music in those areas. So I think it's mostly about those that live in predominantly Nigerian or African settings, you understand? And also depending on your own kind of lifestyle, we determine they might be better able to answer that kind of question, yeah, so. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. So thank you, you know, for giving us your honest answer to that question. So even as we you know, wind down, what piece of advice can you give to someone who is thinking or planning paraventure to you know, relocate to Canada or even going there on a vacation, what advice can you give to the person? Okay, so um, for someone that wants to relocate to Canada, I would encourage the person to do your research very well, okay? Because for example, my husband, when he came, he thought, oh, I'm a, a doctor, I'll just come here and I enter. And he didn't know that he will have to go and do certification. And if you are coming, you are planning, oh, maybe I'm using my last card to come. And once I come, I'll just get a job. And then you realize you actually have to go to school and it's expensive. It can kind of throw the person into a place of this depression and discouragement, right? So yeah. I would encourage anybody, encourage anyone that wants to come to Canada to do your research well. With the certificate you have, can you actually start working with what you have right away? And if you have to go to school and do a certification to kind of buffer up your, your skills or whatever, do you have the money saved? So as I say, proper planning prevents uh, what? Failure. Yes. So that is one suggestion I would give or advice I would give to anyone that wants to come to Canada. Do your research very well. That one person came and did it this way doesn't mean that that method they used to enter will work for you. That this person came through as a student doesn't mean you should come as a student. Do you have what it takes to pay the money, you know, to go to school? You understand? So you find the, the uh, immigration pathway that works for you. And another thing I will also say, if I, I, will, I advise anyone that wants to come, that this should actually be the number one advice. Make sure you are coming legally. Don't say, okay, I will get visa and I will just escape. And it is frustration all the way. Things are very expensive in Canada. So let's say you call, someone come with, comes without papers. You can't have access to government uh, uh, health insurance and all those things. And that is frustration. I've known people that came in this way and they have, every one of them I know has regretted it, right? So first of all, come with the right papers. Secondly, even if you get your papers, do your research well. And then thirdly, I also encourage um, newcomers or those that plan to come to Canada. When you come, it's good to join our Nigerian um, community because it gives you a sense of, oh, you hear people telling you, don't worry, everything is going to be fine. I started this way, I started that way. But then don't just stop there. Don't make yourself as if you are in Nigeria here again. There's no reason why you should come all the way from Canada and then you just kind of limit yourself to uh, uh, relating with only Nigerians. It was when I came out and said, you know what, let me push myself, go beyond my comfort zone. Although, okay, when I came out, I speak English, I understand English. But sometimes when you are speaking with those that have spoken it all their life, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes you don't even want to deal with it. But I will push myself, I will go there. The more you relate with them, you begin to see how they reason. You begin to see, they will give you sound advice. And before you know it, some of the things that you may not be able to accomplish just because you are working with those that are comfortable, this is the people I know. You will begin to have more ideas how to integrate. And it, it, that was one thing that really helped me. 
So those are the three things I would say. First of all, come with the right papers. Secondly, do, do your research well. And thirdly, try to mingle with everybody from every um, culture. It will help you and expand your horizon so that you don't become, you're living in Canada, but you're narrow-minded. So those are the three things I would encourage. Wow, thank you so much, Chiwen uh, Mwadozi, for you know joining us today on the show, Nigerian Story World. You are listening to the No Ninja series. We bring you amazing facts and history of Nigeria and its people. Follow us on Twitter at No Ninja Paul. Would you like to support us? Please go check out our Patreon page in the description. You can also advertise your businesses here. Reach out to us through our email, no ninja podcast at gmail.com.